0: Friday live in Fredonia. This is Move the Chains. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening. We're live on 88.9 WCVF FM or stream us live, FredoniaRadio.com. One half hour from now, Luke and I give you our top 10 NFL teams going into free agency here in 2020. A lot of interesting stuff going on, even really early on. We got a really big NFL rule change for the postseason we are going to get into right away. Tom Brady, what is he doing? Is he going into the free agency market or is he going to stay in New England? More on that in this next half hour. A lot of great stuff to talk about. Good morning, partner. How are we doing? pretty good pretty good how are you it's been a it's been a week yeah it's been a good week as always in the studio Anthony and Luke joining you so i'm going to get right into it so obviously tom brady the question about him and his residency in new england with the patriots is always in question but this season especially after being eliminated in the wild card round by the tennessee titans so we talk people are talking a lot about tom brady is he's going into free agency you know, I've been hearing it for weeks. He's going here, he's going there, he's not going to stay in New England. I'm going to tell you right now, Tom Brady is not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's not leaving New England. And why? Because a story that broke yesterday morning, Tom Brady is not fond of this free agency pool. He does not want to go on a free agency tour. He wants all the teams to meet in one precise location. Tom Brady's not going anywhere. He's not leaving New England. He's going to stay. And let me tell you why. Peyton Manning, when he went into the free agency market after leaving Indianapolis, he flew all across the country, meeting with all different teams. He went to Tennessee. He went to the East, or excuse me, the West Coast. He went and he met with John Elway. He was flying all over the place looking for a new team. He was into the free agency market. Mm Mm-hmm. He was into the whole idea. Tom Brady is not into this idea. Tom Brady does not want to fly to Tennessee, to Dallas, to San Francisco. He doesn't want to fly there. He wants teams to meet in one location to discuss his career and what they can offer him. He's not about this. I say 90% Tom Brady stays in New England. 10% he goes to a different team. I don't think he's going anywhere. And right now, when you look at what Tom Brady wants... New England isn't necessarily willing to offer it which is strange to me. New England, he, Tom Brady's taken pay cuts with the Patriots for years. Every time he renegotiates his contract with the Patriots, he takes less money. Why? So he can bring in other pieces to help their team win. But we haven't seen any of that. No. We haven't seen them bring in any other pieces to help Tom Brady, not name Josh Gordon in the, in the past 6 years, and I don't understand it. And you know yeah, that's a- They
1: finally did revamp their defense, but He doesn't have anyone offensively around him to help him.
0: Right, and you look at when you look at the Patriots' needs. There's certainly there are just so many needs that the Patriots need on offense. Yes, you know defensively they improved their team drastically this past year for the first time ever. Their defense was the highlight of their team, but Tom Brady's got nobody to throw to. He's got nobody to protect. I mean, he's got running backs who rely on the offensive line, who has only gotten weaker over the past couple of years. You have a 43 year old quarterback under center throwing to the legs of Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, who was out half a season. Um, who's the other, the guy they brought in from Atlanta? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, Mohamed Sanu. Sanu. They brought in to Mohamed Sanu. He is not a number one guy. He's a number two, probably a number three guy you want in that offense. He came in and they asked him three weeks in, how do you feel? He says, I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to get this maybe after one season with it. You know, he's not the guy that they wanted bringing in at number one. They, and Bill Belichick has been terrible at drafting receivers his entire career. That's his M.O. He doesn't take to the draft. He required Randy Moss in free agency. He likes to see a receiver, see if they can develop in the NFL, and then go get him. He's not a risk taker on wide outside of college. And so far, we've seen that. Three years ago, he drafted Malcolm Mitchell. They were, he was gone after one season. Drafted Nikhil Harry with the 32nd overall pick. He was injured for half a year. He's not the guy Tom Brady wanted. You've got to get other pieces for Tom Brady, and right now, that is not their plan. No. And it's very interesting to me, because Tom Brady's still playing, not necessarily at the highest level we've ever seen him, but he's still playing at a high level at 43 years old, which we've never seen before. You're saving money with Tom Brady. You can go draft another kid, but in four years, you're going to have to pay him big money. I just really don't understand what what the Patriots are doing right now. It's very interesting to me because I love Bill Belichick, but I I fail to see what his approach on this is.
1: And it's so curious, too, because their backup right now is Brian Hoyer. Yeah. They don't have any young guy. They got rid of Jimmy G. They got rid of Jacoby Brissett. So they don't have any young quarterback to take over for Tom Brady if he does walk in free agency. Right. So the question is, our teams going to say, okay, we actually really do want Tom Brady. We'll come to you and talk to you about it. Will we see that happen for a first time in a long time? You don't see that happen often in the NFL these days. And two, will the Patriots decide, okay, wait, we don't have anyone to replace Tom Brady yet. Let's look for that in the draft and let Tom Brady play another year here and pay him what he wants and maybe get him some more help to bring home another
0: championship. Sure. Definitely interesting news around New England with Tom Brady's next move, whether he will enter or excuse me, enter the free agency pool or whether he will re-sign with the Patriots for what seems to be his final few seasons in the league. All right, let's shift to this. We talked about there was a major rule change in the NFL. Major, it is a revised NFL playoff format. Did it go through or is it still pending? Because I heard it was like it was signed. No, it was approved by all the owners, but it is now up to the players. It was not unanimous, however. It It was not a unanimous unanimous vote among owners. So there is a revised NFL playoff format. So opposed to what they have done in the in the past, what has happened is in the NFC and the AFC, two teams will receive a first round bye to the divisional play. Playoffs, and there will be there will be two wild card games. Yes, there will be two wild card games in the AFC, two wild card games in the NFC, two first round buys in each conference. Now, what is going to happen oh, okay. is there will only be one team per conference that gets a buy, and there will be three AFC and NFC wild card games. I like this. So yeah let me hear your opinion so you like this i I like the idea of it
1: solely because it gives teams that were really on the cusp of making it that show they have potential especially if you look at the West Coast and the NFC teams there's teams that aren't make the playoffs that are 10 and six you see that all the time especially in the in the NFC sure so it kind of gives them a little more added. Okay, if we go ten and six, we do actually still have a chance, even if our division's thirteen and three and twelve right. and
0: four. Right.
1: And in the in the AFC, yeah, you'll probably see an eight and eight team each year. Sure. But you you got to realize like the talent level, in a sense, is different. NFC versus AFC. The style of play is a little different. So it'll be it'll be fun to see more teams. And maybe you'll start seeing a more a mix of teams instead of the same teams year in and year out. Oh, this year uh, the Chiefs only went 12-4, and four. Ravens went 13-3. Ravens get the bye, Chiefs don't. you guys got to see Chiefs Wild Card Weekend. Next season, oh, Chiefs go 13-3, Ravens go 12-4. and four. You're going to see Ravens Wild Card Weekend. You'll see a different mix each season now.
0: So a lot of interesting points on the bottom line is that there, there will be a seventh team each conference that makes it into the playoffs. So this past year, if this revised playoff format was in place, the Steelers would have been in the playoffs at number 7 for the AFC, and the Rams at number 7 would have made it in for the NFC. So right now, I'm going to take a look at this. What does this tell you? The NFL is a business, and that is exactly what this rule is showing. The NFL has now made it that there are three wildcard playoff games per conference prior to divisional round. That's one more football game. I see it. There Yay. are four there are four reasons that the NFL has put this rule into place. Number one, there are more playoff games on TV. Folks, the NFL is the largest sports revenue. It brings in the most revenue out of any sport in the world. The National Football League. One more playoff game every weekend? That's huge. Even more money. The NFL wants that the NFL wants that revenue. That's number one. Number two, more teams make it into the playoffs. More people interested. More fan bases excited. More talent you get to see. More talent you get to see. You know, a wide variety of talent you get to see. More good teams in the playoffs. The Steelers making it in the playoffs. That's Juju Smith, Schuster, Big Ben, and James Conner in the playoffs. The Rams in the playoffs. You've got Todd Gurley. You've got Los Angeles being brought in. You got Todd Gurley, Jared Goff. That's number number three. The Dallas Cowboys are going to be in the playoffs. Folks, the Dallas Cowboys won eight and eight this past season. Extremely underachieving season from the biggest sports brand in the world. But you know what? Now it's easier for a team like them to get into the playoffs with a seventh or a sixth ranked seed. The Dallas Cowboys are big money for the league. That's why they're why do you think they're on prime time so much? Why do you think the Dallas Cowboys have more prime time games scheduled each each season than any other team? Game Is of the week four fifteen. Monday game. night football, Sunday night football, Thursday night football. The Dallas Cowboys aren't great. They're not Tom Brady. They're not Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes was with the Cowboys, they'd be in a primetime game every weekend. It'd be revenue heaven for the NFL. Oh, and number four, it makes the regular season more interesting. Now t- there's only one first-round by teams are fighting for. We saw last year, week 13, the San Francisco 49ers, who were 13-3, and three were one game away from being put from the first seed to the fourth. Yep. One game away. The NFL wants more of that. Week seven, 16, week 17, much more interesting. Who's going to get the first round by? Coming down to one game, one play. Well,
1: yeah, and they're they're trying to make it more intriguing come the end of the season, and maybe teams will, as, as much as it's good to rest your starters those last couple weeks, maybe teams will stop doing that so that the NFL is still bringing in the revenue the last few sure. weeks of the regular season, and people aren't being like, oh, well, Drew Brees isn't going to play this game. They already know they made the playoffs. They already know they got the buys. So, like, why waste his energy? Why have him get hurt? I'm not going to watch this game. I don't care. Sure. And then they lose revenue on that.
0: Yeah. Very interesting news coming out of the league. This is a real interesting move. I like this. I'm going to give you my opinion. At first, I hated this. At first, listening, looking to it, I was like, I don't like this. You're messing with the tradition of the NFL playoffs. The teams have had it decided for them for forever. This is a new format for playoffs. This is something the NFL has never seen before. But then I thought about it a little bit as, you know what? One more wild card game. Wouldn't, I would love to watch another yeah, wild card game. Right? More teams in the playoffs. As a Bills fan who, in recent years, it's been really tight get, getting them into the playoffs. I'd love to see it. I think this is going to be really, really interesting. I mean, I'm anxious to see what the players have to say. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. by the way, there's one more game in the regular season now. There are 18 weeks. Wait, I mean, is it really eighteen weeks? There are seventeen games played in the regular season by the in, in the NFL now, which is very interesting to me. That one I did not hear about yet. It is. I do not have the same. I do not have the same feelings about it as I do the new playoff rule because I don't like it. I don't like it either. Players aren't going to like it. Players hate. You know what they hate more than anything in the world is Thursday night football. Yes. It's because players will play on Sunday rest Monday, maybe rest Tuesday, practice on Wednesday, maybe not practice on Wednesday. That's a travel day trying to get to the stadium for a Thursday night game. It's not good for the for the players. It's good for the league. You get more revenue, but players absolutely can't stand it. Now you're going to tell them that there's one more game in the regular season that doesn't necessarily mean a ton to them. That's one more game taking them away from the playoffs. If you told basketball play, if you told the NBA, hey, we're going to add 10 more games to the regular season, they would hate it. You see, by February... Teams like the Clippers, like the Lakers, like the bucks they're waiting for the playoffs. Yep. to two, Last two, three seasons, the Warriors are ready for the playoffs in December. They're like, enough with this regular season stuff. We don't want to get injured. We're ready for May. We're ready for things to get serious. They wait too long. Kevin Durant gets hurt. You go to the playoffs too late, Klay Thompson gets hurt. Steph Curry is out with a broken hand. Very interesting news coming in around the league. All right, we're going to start it a little early. Do you have your 10 teams? I'll go first. With 10 teams in the NFL season, top 10 teams after the regular season going into the offseason, what I think the best 10 teams are in the NFL right now. So here we go. I'm going to start off with number 10. Number 10, the New England Patriots. We talked a lot about it just now. Tom Brady, is he going into free agency? Is he not? A lot of really big questions surrounding that organization. Are they going to be able to get the players that they want to support Tom Brady? Or is Tom Brady going to test the water somewhere else? Bill Belichick, is he going to retire soon? He just watched his former quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo make it to the Super Bowl and lose to Andy Reid. How is he feeling about that as far as Robert Kraft goes? A lot of question marks around this organization. I'm interested to see what their first couple of moves are in free agency, especially given this new playoff run. That's another thing about this new playoff rule free agency is going to be different and teams are going to be making a plethora of moves as soon as it opens up in the next couple of weeks number nine the Pittsburgh Steelers folks Big Ben is coming back after a season ending injury yeah but you know what he's still a Hall of Fame quarterback Juju Smith-Schuster is still a very legitimate wide receiver and James Conner is the guy to replace Le'Veon Bell also by the way this team went 8-8 eight and eight last year without their Hall of Fame quarterback that's all coaching. So what have I seen? You've got great coaching who can coach in, a, in bad situations. You've got great skilled players who can help your team, and you have a quarterback coming back who is rested, who is healthy, who is excited about this season. You went 8-8 eight and eight the season after you lost Antonio Brown and Lavien Bell. What does that say? Even with an injury to Big Ben, we didn't need you. A lot of great things to come for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm very excited to see how they get this done. And frankly, I'm really interested to see the attitude that big ben has going into this season number eight the dallas cowboys i get on the cut yeah luke just gave me a look i get on the dallas cowboys all the time bad organization badly run Dak has a very low ceiling while i think all of those things are true i think this is a little bit of a revamp for the cowboys you've got a new head coach in mike mccarthy I think the players look at him and they look to him to elevate them much more than Jason Garrett did. Let's be honest, that locker room was not pleased with Jason Garrett this past couple of seasons, especially not this past season. You paid Zeke too early. You haven't paid Dak yet. You're, Jerry Jones is going to franchise tag him, and you're going to give players other opportunities to get the, the money that they want. I think this is going to be a good year for the Cowboys. I see them going 10-6, and six, maybe even 11-5. and five. I think Dak is going to be elevated by Mike McCarthy. You're going to bring in this disciplined guy who Jerry Jones is going to give him control of things, unlike he has in the past. And I think this team is going to be elevated to new heights. I think if you retain Amari Cooper, if these defensive guys get paid and stay, I think there's a bright future in Dallas, biggest sports brand in the world, 10-6 and 6 and number eight. Number seven is the Houston Texans. Listen, Deshaun Watson played great in the playoffs. Other than the fact that Patrick Mahomes came back late and defeated them in the divisional round, I think this is going to be a great team. We've seen that Bill O'Brien can coach. I'm not super sold on him as a coach, especially with a talent like Deshaun Watson, but that offense is moving. And more importantly, that defense has shown that they can play. They came back 16-0 against the Bills in the wild card, and they almost beat the uh, Chiefs in Kansas City in the divisional round. I think they want that back. I think they come out firing in the regular season. I think Deshaun Watson, we see things that we haven't seen from him yet. I absolutely think they're a number seven seed. Number six, the New Orleans Saints. Listen, the New Orleans Saints, in my opinion, are going to regress a little bit this year. I thought that they were going to regress this past year, but Drew Brees got injured and it was the best thing that ever happened to him. He got six weeks off and the New Orleans Saints got six straight wins from Teddy Bridgewater as their backup. Look. Drew Brees just announced this past week on Wednesday that he is staying with the Saints. He is not going to retire. What does that mean? Sean Payton gets another year with this Hall of Fame quarterback. They're going to try to make it count in all ways they can. Alvin Kamara is hyped up. Mike Thomas feels good about it. I think that they're going to regress a little bit. I think that they're definitely going to lose before the NFC Championship game if they make the playoffs, which I'm sure they will. But a number six team, number six from the Saints. Number five, and I think this is low for this team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, Carson Wentz, and I, I have said this for weeks, Carson Wentz, what did he show us this past year? He said that with an extremely limited and injured team, he can win and take your team into the postseason. That Monday night game at home against the Cowboys, in my opinion, was the biggest game for Carson Wentz. At, at the time, I didn't think so, but looking back at it, nobody, nobody to throw to defense extremely injured at home against the Cowboys and they were enormous underdogs. Carson Wentz came in and said, get on my back. I'm going to take you to the postseason. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, there are statues of Nick Foles outside of Eagles Stadium in Philadelphia, but Carson Wentz is your guy. There's no question about that. Eagles at five. Number four, the San Francisco 49ers. I think they're going to regress a little bit. I think the faith in Kyle Shanahan and even the faith in Jimmy Garoppolo was shaken after that loss in the Super Bowl. Not necessarily all by the fans, but by the team as well. You look at what they had. They had a 10-point lead in the second half. That's huge. They dominated statistically that entire game. The thing that they didn't dominate is Patrick Mahomes in the last three, four minutes. I think they're going to regress a little bit. I do think that right now they are still the most talented team in California, but I think they're going to regress. 49ers at four. Number three, Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is still with the Seahawks, signed a monster contract. They got D.J. Metcalf, or excuse me, D.K. Metcalf, a guy who is a big prominent receiver who can go down the middle and you can loft it up for him. Ricardo Lockett is extremely dynamic. Oh, and by the way, you're going to get your running game back. Carson's coming back. You're going to get these guys who all season long, prior to their injury in the tail end of the season, was grinding away and had one of the better running games, in my opinion, in the NFC. You've got a good offensive line. Yeah, Your defense. Mar- Marshawn has not announced his retirement yet. Sure, and you know what? You've got Marshawn Lynch there if you need him. Your defense stepped up in ways we haven't seen it step up since the Legion of Boom days. J- Jadavian Clowney is wreaking havoc the way that the Texans had hoped that he would when they drafted him four seasons ago. Seahawks at three. Number two, the Baltimore Ravens. I think right now, moving forward, when you look at this Ravens team, there is a lot of confidence. And if I'm Lamar Jackson, I am looking at this team and I'm saying, hey, these coaches have bought into my system. They've bought into my style of play, and that's exactly what John Harbaugh has. They've bought into Lamar Jackson. They're all in on it. They're not. They're most certainly not happy with getting you know beaten by the Texans or excuse me by the Titans in their first playoff game this season. I think they're going to come back. I think the MVP of the league, I think they might regress slightly, might not be as flashy of regular season, but I think postseason wise, and the Ravens are certainly going to make the postseason, it's going to be more exciting and better for the team. Ravens at two. Obviously, number one, Kansas City. The Chiefs showed because in the regular season, what did we hear? Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes wasn't even in that conversation. Going to the postseason, oh, look, Patrick Mahomes is winning these games 10 down in the fourth quarter. Oh, we won the AFC Championship game. Down by 10-plus points in the fourth quarter. Oh, him and Andy Reid came back to win the Super Bowl. 10-plus points down in the fourth quarter. It's a real thing, Patrick Mah- got to say. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, he's, it's one of those things you can't copy. He is a talent, and him and Andy Reid are going to continue to do great things. I said it a season ago. This is the future of the AFC. We're going to see Patrick Mahomes dominating on the Chiefs. For the next ten to fifteen years, and there's no question about I, it. I think there's potential for for him
1: to surpass Montana and Brady and go down as possibly one of the best in all Sure. Of time. Absolutely. If you continue you saw him, his first full season, really- he threw over five thousand yards. Yeah. He, his first his first full season in NFL. He played one game his rookie year, his week seventeen, when Alex Smith was still quarterback. They're like, Oh wow, he put up three hundred yards his first career game. That's not
0: bad. And the thing is, is his weapons on offense, they're not going anywhere. No. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, they're not going anywhere. Nah. They're and s- and Damien Williams is really coming yeah. into his zone in that backfield. he's not field. going anywhere either. He right now is their number one guy. So that is Twizzlers' top ten teams following the NFL season, going into the offseason Next week. On Friday, we're going to talk about top five teams with the best opportunities in the offseason, both okay. free agency and draft class. I'm really excited about that because I think this draft class is really interesting. As a Bills fan, much like last season, I wasn't super paid attention because we drafted a quarterback in Josh Allen two seasons ago. But I think this upcoming draft class is unbelievably interesting. Especially at the quarterback position, we're going to see a lot there's of a lot of
1: underrated picks
0: out there. Oh, this, absolutely, this year. absolutely. And I think right now there are a lot of picks that people aren't looking at as top five. But I think right now the best. I don't even want to say it. I want you to go first. Okay. All right. So here we go. So Luke, top uh, ten teams in the NFL
1: after this season. Who you got at number ten? Number ten. I, I, I. It's a little biased, but I see it happening. Is Buffalo. They. They. They're buying into Sean McDermott. Yeah. This the city for the most part is buying into Josh Shalen. We we haven't fully given up on him yet, and I definitely don't think we should. We knew coming into it that he had his question marks and he's been working on them. His hey, his completion percentage went up this year. He's up over 60 this year. Yeah. It's still low, but it's up from like I believe like fifty-five or fifty-six from last sure. season. He is get he is progressing. He's, he's progressing. It's gonna take a while. We know that he needs a big big guy receiver. We're looking at that in the draft. We just lost Lorenzo Renzo Alexander. That's going to hurt. Yes, he's a big part of it, but it was more leadership than actually on the field. So if you find a linebacker to replace him and find a defensive lineman, especially on the edge or even inside, to really help that rush defense, we'll be pretty set as long as we also get a guy on the opposite side of Trey White. Our defense is still almost the same. So the Bills have a big chance to really propel themselves to the next level this season. Coming in at number nine, I got the Minnesota Vikings. Hmm. Delvin Cook, when healthy, is out of this world. When Delvin Cook is healthy, he can't be pulled down. It's one of the few teams in the NFL. He's an absolute unstoppable force in the NFC, and it showed last season, absolutely. And and if you if you throw back to years ago when Marshawn was in Seattle. Yeah, Russell Wilson was still like the the big name guy there, but he didn't have to do as much. It's the same kind of idea in Minnesota. When you had Dalvin Cook being able to run the football like that and staying healthy, Kirk Cousins won't have to do as much. And they won't have to say, like, oh, is he a good quarterback? All all this, all this, all these question marks around him, because he could just hand the the ball off to Dalvin Cook and he'll just run over defenses. Number eight. This one might be a little bit of a question mark. It might be because I'm a little biased, but Green Bay. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers is still playing, for the most part, at an unreal level. You saw their defense take a lot of strides this season with the new coach, with Matt Lafleur Lefer- in there. The running game took a lot of strides to pass the past year and a half with Aaron Jones. They build up that offensive line. They stay healthy in their receiving core. Aaron Rodgers can really start taking off again, especially if Devontae Adams can stay healthy. They get one more big-name guy or some kind of good receiver in there, and they build their offensive line more. This team can really progress this year. You brought them in at number five. I'm bringing them in at number seven, the Philadelphia Eagles. I definitely agree. Carson Wentz is very underrated to an extent. My only concern with him, the reason I'm keeping them at seven and not any higher, is his injury. He, he's he's very slowly getting to the point of potentially being injury prone. And you don't want to see that from a starting quarterback. He's, he's made, the, in the past four years he's been with the team, he's played one playoff game. They made the playoffs three times. Yes, he gets them there, but something happens when come week 16, 17, and the wild card round that he's not able to play. We ended up seeing it this past season. Yes, JV and Clowney's hit was a little questionable. I've heard that a lot from my roommate Josh being an Eagles fan. He's like, yo, screw Javian Clowney. That hit was garbage, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But at the same time, there's still question marks around Carson Wentz about his ability to stay healthy. And that's why I cannot bring them any higher than seven right now until I can see that he can stay healthy for an entire year and into the playoffs. Um, coming at number six, Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson, when given the opportunity, when given the protection, when given the, a little bit of a run game, he's got DeAndre on the outside. He's got Will Fuller in the slot. He's unreal. Their defense could use a little work. They lost to Davion Clowney. We know that. They still got J.J. Watt. Yeah, he got hurt again. It's still question marks. But look what happened when he came back for the wild card round. He took down Josh Allen, got the sack that started it all for Houston. They were down 16-0. J.J. Watt got the sack, pulled the Bills, I think, I believe, out of field goal range, and Texans went off from there because Deshaun Watson found his groove and they were able to move the ball. And that's why they have to come in at number six is they know how to do it once. They just need one thing to happen. Sure. Boom, they're ready to go. Yeah. Coming number five, yeah, they're going to regress a little bit, but they're still going to be good. Drew Brees and the Saints. Drew Brees coming back for one more year. I love to see it. hes I've always loved him as a quarterback. First ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt in my mind, even though he only has one championship. um, But he's got Alvin Kamara. He's got Michael Thomas. Another team that's defense isn't spectacular, but they're coming into their own. You saw it when Teddy Bridgewater had to step in at quarterback. They won a couple of games like 13-7, to 16-10. Their defense is really starting to come into their own, and it's great to see. Uh, Trey White is still better than Marshawn Lattimore, no matter what anyone says, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, yes. But the Saints will be good again this year. They're going to regress a little bit. But I think this... this if they want to get Breeze another championship, this has to be the year. They have to go all yeah. in on what they need, and this has to be the year they drive for the cha- for the Super Bowl again. Absolutely. Cuz I'm sorry as much as I would love to see Drew Brees stick around and do what Brady's doing at 42 going
0: on 43. He can't. It's not the same quarterback. They're, They're not. not the same guys.
1: So Especially does not help that Breeze is only 5'11", barely 6 right.
0: It's it's a Brees much a different situation a quarterback. Sure.
1: Um and our top 4 is about the same but I have one thing flipped. I have Seattle coming in at number 4 solely because they still have a couple question marks. And you saw that in the playoffs, you saw that uh middle of the season, Russell Wilson is an amazing quarterback Absolutely. and I love him so much. Yes. Their running game needs to stay healthy yes. is a big thing. That was a, that was something that killed them in the late in the season. And like Green Bay They need to revamp that offensive line. Sure, Russell Wilson, yes, he's good. He can get the ball as fast as possible. But yes, he's great throwing on the run. But he's also not that bad throwing from the pocket. Yeah. He's got a great arm. He's got great vision, which is wild for someone that's only 5'11". Quote, unquote, can't always see over the offensive line. Right. Uh, But he knows how to throw up from the pocket. He just needs that protection, and the run game needs the protection to be able to move the football. Sure. Coming number three, I got San Fran. As Twizzler already mentioned, Jimmy G brought him to the Super Bowl this year. You you, was not, you weren't expecting that from him. Yes, we believed he was a good quarterback. You saw when he first got traded, he went 4-0 to start his time in San and then he got hurt. What was he going to be coming into this season? He had a torn ACL. That's a big injury. He came in. He played well. They started the season 8-0. Yep. You, you, can't, you can't ask for better than that, literally. And they got pretty much everyone coming back. Their running game is out of this wood with Raheem Mostert, Mm -hmm. Matt Breida, and Tevin Coleman. They got three starting running backs, in my opinion. Three running backs could be a starter anywhere in the NFL in their backfield. Sure. Receiving core could use some help. But other than that, they don't really have that many question marks. Their defense is pretty much all coming back. It was a top five defense all season. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. That's
1: all I I can say about that one. Absolutely. And then agreeing with one and two, Baltimore coming in at two, that I want to see them take another leap this year if possible. Yeah. But I could also see them regressing a little bit. Yeah. Teams now have film on Lamar Jackson. I think it could go either way,
0: most definitely. Teams have film on Lamar Jackson. Now. And more importantly, the tight, ty- you know, they've seen what. <clears throat> Excuse me What the Titans are able to do To stop him Exactly And that's exactly. It's not a secret anymore You saw what the
1: Titans Were able to do And the Titans least, really said They pulled it right out Of the Bills playbook And how they stopped The Bills stopped yeah. Lamar Jackson The Bills Absolutely. slowed down Lamar Jackson 10 living him 10 points In the first half Exactly And the Bills only lost That game 24-17 Right Josh Allen tried to make A drive into the, the game Didn't right. happen oh, But it was hey Such a good game It was a good game to watch And that's where you Kind of saw the Bills Like okay They can hang with top teams and you saw Baltimore. Okay, we know how to slow down Lamar Jackson. Right. So we're going to see teams have film on him now. On him, on Mark Ingram. Yeah. On their defense. Technically, even their defense. They defense, can see, yeah. they can, the offense can be like, okay, this is where they're kind of always lacking. Sure. Let's go there. And number one team, especially the way their defense came into their own in the playoffs, and I believe it's going to transition into next season, KC. Yeah. Pat Mahomes... And like I like I said before, I think he has a chance if he keeps playing at this level, play, especially playing with Andy Reid, he can go down as one of the best of all time. Yeah, I think it's possible. No, no doubt in my mind. And their defense really coming to know. Frank Clark really brought that defense to another level he did. this season. Yes,
0: he did. Tyron Matthew was right up there as well. Exactly.
1: So they need like one or two more pieces defensively, and I think they have the chance to really be the next powerhouse of the NFL. Sure. I think it's going to be them in Baltimore, and you're going to see probably Seattle and San Fran stay up there as well in the West in the NFC, along with maybe Philly pushing their way up there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That is Luke's top 10 teams following the NFL season going into this offseason. Coming up, we're going to talk about the Buffalo Bills 2020 opponents that were released a couple of weeks ago. We're going to give you our predictions if they played those teams today before any— off season moves. Okay. What do we think the Bills' record would be in the 2020 2021 season? That's coming up on Move the Chains. The oh, no. it's in alternative music. If it's you. Only on WCBF 88.9 The Voice.
1: and listening to WCVF FM 88.9 The Voice.
0: Welcome back to Move the Chain Second half hour coming up Buffalo Bills 2020 opponents have been released Before any offseason free agency and or draft moves We're going to tell you what our predictions are for that season But first, what do we got Luke? Real quick,
1: we got a little news here from FRS, Ferdonia Radio System. So join Ferdonia Radio at Steel Hall on Friday, February 21st. Oh, wait, that's tonight. Join us tonight from 5 to 7 for Rock and Skate. There will be basket raffles, music, food, and obviously some ice skating. Bring some friends and some funds for raising at the super cool event. Again, sorry for that joke. I am required to
0: say it. Fantastic. So right now, looking at the Bills' season, they have released the opponent's also, they have included whether it is home or away. So right now, we're just going to go right down the line. We're going to start with away opponents. So okay, these so these are, games
1: will be played on the road. These will
0: be games will, will be played on the road for the Bills in the 2020 season. First off, we have the Arizona Cardinals playing in Glendale in their stadium. Right now, I think the Bills could absolutely win this game. Mm-hmm. You know, when you take a look at the Cardinals, obviously, Kyler Murray is a great player. He did a lot of great things in his rookie season that, in my opinion, not many people thought he could do at 5'9". Um, But when you look at the Bills, especially our defense, I think with the lack of their offensive line and lack of a running game, I think that is where our defense is extremely dominant. Um, The only thing I can think about on the Arizona side is Chandler Jones is an outstanding pass rusher. Yeah. The Bills have a pretty good offensive line, but I think he definitely would be able to get in there and and put pressure on Josh Allen. But right now, I think it is a close game. I see one of these as a low-scoring game for the Bills, but I definitely see them winning in Arizona if this game took place today.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I think... Yeah, Chandler Jones is great pass rusher, but there'd be chances to get around him. Sure. And, and we've seen it with teams that have great pass rush. Right. Um, and their Bill's defense would be too much, I think, for Kyler Murray. I totally agree.
0: So right now, also, traveling, next game, traveling to the Broncos in Denver. I definitely think we win this game. We played the Broncos this season in...
1: 20-3 win. Yeah. I was at that game. That that John Brown cat diving reception in the yeah. end zone, that was beautiful to watch live at the Oh, I'm stadium. sure.
0: So, no question about this. Yeah. I think the Bills would definitely win this game despite being on the road. I don't think Denver's a great team. I think yeah. they need a re- major, you know, remodel. I think they have Drew Locke, who I think was a great college quarterback and I think has potential in this league. But... i say they
1: give him another year because they don't have a top pick right now. They're 79. Right.
0: But yeah, Unless and then... they
1: trade up, give him another year.
0: And the thing about it is, is you got rid of your best wide receiver in Emmanuel Sanders. You know, you sent him away to San Francisco, so that's a big thing there. You know, if I'm a rookie quarterback, I would love Emmanuel Sanders lined up next to me on the offensive line. I got a quarterback Denver should go after in the draft, though. Justin Herbert from Oregon. Justin Herbert from Oregon. He is, he is he's a very— gonna dro- He's going to drop a little bit. He is going to drop a little bit. He's very underrated right not now. He's not Joe Burrow, and he's not Tua Tagovailoa, but I definitely think he could be a good quarterback. I'm really happy you said that. Great quarterback co- prospect there that not a lot of people are thinking about in Joe Herbert. <laughs> Alright, moving on to the next away game We are in, now Las Vegas The Las Vegas Raiders I see him winning that one as well I can see the Bills winning this one I think this is going to be a close one Because yeah. I think the Raiders definitely do have potential I think John Gruden, I think he's still a good coach um, I think that they need to move off Derek Carr We've talked that yep. talked about that a lot on the show um, But I think right now though, Before any free agency Again, this is before any moves are made by either team I think our team definitely would triumph over the Raiders Moving on to the next away game. We are playing in San Francisco against the defending NFC champions, San Francisco this, 49ers. This is a tricky one. This
1: is a fun one for now and for next season. Absolutely. Me. It's going to be a fun game. It's two of the top defenses. I,
0: exactly. I think this is a major defensive game. I think that it's low scoring at the beginning, and I think maybe you a team or two could break 20 at the end of the game, mm. second half. Um, because
1: you'll be seeing Trey White shut down the receivers. Sure, Jimmy G won't really know where to go. He'll be trying to throw to um, his tight ends, which is understandably he's got right. George Kittle. Sure,
0: but, but if the Bills slow down, at least their wideouts. So the thing is, is right now our defense is not a concern to me. I think our I think our offense just wouldn't be able to put up the production. Yes and i think we would do what we did a lot last season we would rely on our defense to bail us out early our defense is going to get tired late in the third fourth quarter and that is when they're going to slip up a little bit so i'm going to say that they're going to lose this game yeah um, i, I would, would
1: see it being like 23-17 sure
0: i you know i think it's close at the end you know maybe a one two score game but i definitely think the 49ers are able to triumph over the bills next game played in tennessee against the titans I, I see. If you would uh, add, let me say this, if you would ask me, and from the months of September to December about this game, I would say yes, the Bills are going to win this game. But after watching the Titans in the postseason, after watching Derrick Henry, you know, create yeah, a career, that's my biggest concern. I think right now,
1: because we know that our weakness on our defense is our rush, is our is rush, is our defense. Our rush defense.
0: I would. I'm going to play it safe and pick the Titans for this game because okay. I picked. Out of every game they played this season, even against the Chiefs, I picked the Titans to lose. I picked them to lose against the Patriots, and then I picked them to lose most certainly against the Ravens, and they proved me wrong both times against great playoff teams.
1: I think I choose the Bills solely because the Titans' defense isn't as good. Okay. So, our running back obviously isn't Derrick Henry. Right. But Devin Singletary does know how to get the football up the field. Yes, he does. I think he he can break out on the Titans. Mm -hmm. I think it's a potential that Singletary would have a good game He wouldn't have to rely on Josh Allen in this game That's very true It's very potential It's why I'm going to have the Bills But it's going to be a very close game And it could Mm -hmm. be even a tie game Or a loss Right That's a question mark one Sure
0: Moving on to our next game, divisional round game, playing in Miami against the Miami Dolphins. Again, this is before I, any free agency requirements. I don't have a lot to say. Bills, I'm just going to say boring. the Bills are going to win this game, no question about that. Yeah. Before any acquirements, I suspect the Dolphins are going to go for a quarterback in this draft. Uh, moving on, New England Patriots. I would pick, I'd pick the Bills to—oh, oh, this is a way, though. This is on the road in Foxborough.
1: I got the Patriots winning this one because we you know how they are one. at home.
0: Yep. The Bills were 0-2 against the Patriots this season, almost winning in week three of the NFL season at home, yep. couldn't secure the win against the Patriots. I think they lost 16-10. 16-10.
1: And it's when Allen really finally realized, okay, I need to stop playing yep. Ball.
0: Absolutely. And that's
1: why you notice in the Key second game, game, in game. in his career. Exactly. Why you notice in the second game against the Patriots, yeah, it was about just as close as the first one, but it was a lot different of a game. Sure. Sure. So... I got to pitch with this one slowly because it's in Foxborough,
0: but Bills have the potential to fight them for it. Absolutely. Um, last away game: New York Jets another divisional yeah, round game. Win. Oh, and I forget we we have to count those as two wins. So two wins. Well, yeah, we'll
1: get to the we'll get to the home ones as well. Oh yeah,
0: that's right, that's right, yeah. that's right. Um, so yeah, what do you think about the Jets?
1: I I, I got us as a win. Um, especially as of right now, Jets don't have an offensive line to support Levy, Le'veon Bell. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. They don't have an offensive line to support Le'Veon Bell or protect Sam Darnold. We know our defense can be disruptive, and if they can get into the backfield to slow down Le'Veon Bell, our rush defense is a whole another ballgame. But when they're stopped at the line, is when you see our rush defense break down. Sure. But with the issues the Jets have on their offensive line, yeah. Bills can get in the backfield and slow down They, You saw it in both games we faced against them this season. He didn't
0: break 70 yards. Exactly. He didn't break 70 yards in most of the games he played. Exactly. Um, I'm also going to go with the Bills winning this one against the Jets. Um, I don't think the Jets were any type of threat this past season. I think they need a major remodel because I think Sam Darnold does have potential. Right? Excuse me. I think he's a good quarterback, but they need to give him a lot of help. So right now, looking at it, I have the Bills' away record to be five and three. I that believe is mine's at six and two. Six and two. So that's what the Bills' record was last season. They were six and two on the road, um, which is absolutely phenomenal. Especially when you look at a young quarterback like Josh Allen being six and two on the road, is not a bad thing by any not means. Not at all. It is absolutely a great thing to be.
1: Usually, if you're above five hundred on the road, yeah, you're making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, Patriots were six and two on the road. And you saw they had issues at home this year, ironically. right? Absolutely. All right, let's switch it over to the other side. Now we're looking at Bills games that are being played at right. home in Buffalo. Right here in Bills Mafia Nation. That's right. First game, defending Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Unfortunately, and I have I, to give, have to the the give it to the I have to give it to KC. Yep, I don't think there's a lot to say about this. I think the Chiefs are going to come on swinging at the beginning of next season, and despite the fact that they're at home. I think the Bills put up a fight.
1: I think, I think so we too. put think pressure on
0: they... Pat Mahomes early. I think we see him struggle a little bit. And you but see
1: I th- us try to shut down Tyreek sure. Hill. You know Trey White's going to be sure. on him all game. Right. Or on Sammy. They might put him up against Either way, I think put that, him up against his yeah. former teammate.
0: But I think right I think that the Bills will be able to put pressure on him early. Definitely. I think we'll see him struggle a little bit, but I definitely think the Chiefs are going to get in their groove and adapt or excuse well, Our me.
1: defense I think will Get tired out, yeah, exactly. And because our, our offense, defense, their their defense really came in their own. Our offense will be able to move the ball against them, right?
0: So another loss for the Bills at home. Next game, Los Angeles Chargers. Again, this is before any other require or er, requirements or free agency moves. So Philip Rivers would have been on this team. I'm going to pick the Bills to win this game. I am too, solely because again of our defense. Yep, Philip Rivers isn't going to know what to do when he and can't this,
1: throw it to Mike Williams. And the
0: sad thing is, they have a great roster. They I think do. they have so much talent. Melvin Gordon.
1: Eckler proved I, he can play. I think it's a lot to... Yeah, their offensive line is good. They give Philip Rivers protection. They give the running game protection. But you see it break down occasionally
0: throughout the game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No question about that. Like you
1: see Gordon go a multiple times per game having two, three, four, five-yard losses. Because their offensive line just misses a, a block. Right. And a defensive lineman's like, hey, you're going to go down for a loss of five right
0: now. Sure. It's very... Yeah. So, I picked the Bills to win over the Chargers. Next game at home playing the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to pick the Bills to win this game. You pick the Bills? I'm going to pick the Bills. The Los Angeles.
1: Think Todd Gurley can? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I mean, I agree.
0: When you take a look at the Rams this past season, they were an absolute shell of themselves of what they were two seasons ago when they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, they eventually lost to the Patriots, but again, you look at how the Rams structured their season the year they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They were all in on that year. Yeah. Teams do that. The Eagles, three seasons ago, they were all in on their season. They were signing free agents. They That's were paying the guys. Yeah, they were all in, and they won the Super Bowl. The Rams went all in. They paid a bunch of free agents. They spent a bunch of money, signed people a little too early, in my opinion, yep. and they didn't get the Super Bowl, and they lost it. And now they're paying off guys who aren't even on their team anymore. And Dominican Sue is still being paid by the Rams. So I do not think the Rams this past season, the way that they performed and the way their team was structured, could have beaten the Bills, especially at yeah. home. Bills take this win. Um, next game, the Bills at home against the Seattle Seahawks.
1: I, I got Seattle.
0: I also am going to take it's Seattle. Russell
1: Wilson. I mean... Yep.
0: I'm going to pick the Bills to lose this game against it's the, same the Seahawks. Id- it's the
1: same idea as the Mahomes situation with KC. Sure. Like, we're going to slow him down to start. He's gonna but he's just not- too dynamic,
0: and he's too good at what he does. Exactly. You know, Russell Wilson is... Especially
1: if they have a healthy Chris Carson.
0: Yeah. He's not a rookie. He you know, he's an unbelievably smart player, and he's one of the best throwers he- of the football in the league by Russell far. Russell
1: Wilson, in my opinion has probably the highest football IQ yes. in the NFL. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. He's got the
1: highest football IQ. I think coming in a very, very close second is Drew Brees. And
0: I think him and Pete Carroll vibe so well they together. Do. They're a great they coaching do, and quarterback duo.
1: That bothers me. I know everyone's got their issues with Pete Carroll, but he's another one each year that should really be looked at as a potential coach for your sure. candidate. Yeah. He's
0: I think His he's a great defense coach. I have been, my issues with him, but I think yeah. he's a. I think he's a very good coach. His defense lane. has
1: been a shell of itself since 2014 yeah. when all, like half the Legion of the Boone left.
0: But he's bringing it back. And
1: look at what they did this past year. Yeah. they were a team that was predicted to go 6-10 and 10 this year. Sure. Because all they had was Russell Wilson. They went 11-5, and five, made to the playoffs. That's not only on Russell Wilson. Yeah. That's on
0: coaching. Absolutely. So I'm going to put that as a loss. Unfortunately, a loss yes. to the Seahawks. At home... Against the Steelers. I'm gonna pick the Bills to win this game. Uh, but we we did it last year. Yep, we did it last year. That's um, we were
1: facing them again this year.
0: Yeah. Ha. Huh. It's very interesting. But we are at home this time. Um we got called on in prime time after our big win against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and we absolutely delivered in Pittsburgh. We beat the Steelers on Sunday night football. Great publicity for the Bills and showing the team or showing the league that they are there to play. I'm gonna pick the Bills to win this game. Definitely. Um again, no requirements. Ben Roethlisberger was injured and he's still injured out right now. I pick the Bills think over the Steelers. In, I think even with Ben Roethlisberger I think yeah. we can that. We can I think down. so. No AB, no uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Bills over the Steelers. All right, so now we're into the divisional round play or the divisional round, excuse me. Now Playoff. we're into divisional Playoff. games. Um, Miami Dolphins at home. Again, I think the Bills take this game. Not a question yeah. about that. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Much like the away game, Bills triumph over the Dolphins. New um, England sp- Patriots. Patriots at home. See,
1: right now, I... St- I- as much as I don't want to I think I still give A little bit of an edge To New England Okay Because of I will, I'll do it too the, no, This isn't a dig On Sean McDermott at all But because of their coaching The coaching
0: is a lot the, Yeah Belichick, the Belichick has Belichick's been, been better there Better coach More experience years. Absolutely So I think that gives them A little bit of an edge Despite being at home I think the Patriots I'm still gonna pick the Patriots Yeah um, and I what, think
1: next season Especially if Tom Brady Isn't there You'll see a cha- sure. big change In the AFC East Who's the dominant Quote unquote dominant team Yeah but if Brady's still there, it's going to be the fight between, I think, the Bills and the Patriots yeah. of who's the dominant team. Oh, definitely. Because I think... The Jets P- are going to try to talk and be like, hey, we're here too. We got no. Sam Darnold. You, you still need help in other you, you areas, You need guys. a
0: lot of help. I think a couple more seasons and hopefully some better coaching. Yes. Speaking of the Jets, that's our last matchup. New York Jets at home. Again, we I, talked I about it in Bills. a way. I got not much to say. I'm going to give it to the Bills also. You mathed wrong over there. Yeah, I did math wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mathed wrong. <laughs> so right now I have the Bills. If we played our opponents today, I have them at ten and six. Oh look, that's what we went last year. Yeah,
1: what do you got? I, I got them at eleven and five. 11 and five. I got them at eleven and five, which is what, in my opinion, we should have gone this should've year. Gone, oh yeah, there was one or two games where we should have won them, and we're like, something happened. But eleven to is still playoffs, especially now with this new format. That's definitely a playoff then Even if other teams go ten and six, if we have
0: three teams going ten and six, you're still making the playoffs. Yeah, at 11 we're to 5, still making the playoffs. I mean, we're not going to be the, we're not going to get the first round by, which I'm okay with. Again, baby steps for the Bills. Exactly. having made the playoffs twice in the past twenty two years with
1: the other with the other two teams that are top this conference. I don't see the play- Bills possibly ever getting the first-round bye. No, and you KC know what? And I'm Baltimore. okay with that. I'm okay KC with that. KC and Baltimore at the top sure. of the conference for the next right. t- probably at least five years. Yeah.
0: No, there's no question about that. That is our analysis of the Buffalo Bills going into the 2020 season. If we played our opponents both home and away today, what we thought their record were going to be. Next week on Move the Chains, top five teams with free agent and draft opportunities going into this offseason. I'm really excited about that. It's going to be an interesting one. I'm going to have some points that I'm going to make that I think you're not necessarily going to agree with and I think you're going to be shocked about. So I'm very hmm. excited for next week's show. This has been Move the Chains at a regularly scheduled time here on Friday at 9 a.m. However you may be listening, 88.9 WCVFFM streaming us live at FredoniaRadio.com. We'll see you on Friday at a regularly scheduled time. This has been Move the Chains. made bad decisions. I block out the news, turn my back on religion. Don't have no degree. I'm somewhat naive. i made it this far on my own. But lately that shit ain't been getting me higher. I lift up my head and the world is on fire. There's dread in my heart and fear in my bones. And I just don't